Good morning, everyone. Heavenly Father, we just thank you now, Lord God, for an opportunity for uh, us to be able to gather together here this Sunday morning. We pray for Pastor Tom, Lord, who is not feeling well, and ask, Lord, that you would heal him of his affliction. And uh, we just thank you for this time. And may your Holy Spirit be in charge, be in control, and we give you thanks for all that you provide. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So I'm going to open up the word. Sorry, not like Tom, I don't have it up on the board, so, you know, if you don't have a Bible, maybe there's a Bible nearby, or you can pull up your little device and look at it, but it's in Genesis chapter 1, and it starts in verse 3, let me get my little trusty iPad, yes, I still have enough power to do this service, that's good, I have a copy of it just in case I run out of power, again, I wasn't prepared, so. But uh, let's, let's read this scripture. And it says, uh, I'll just read the, uh, from, from verse 1 to uh, verse 5. It says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Dark, wet. That's what the earth was consisting of at that time. And God said, Let there be light. Let there be light. That's the first thing he did is he created light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. God called called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Okay? There was a lot of information in that bit of scripture. God said, let there be light. God saw that the light was good. And you need to know that the light that was there was not the sun. It was his radiance. Okay? The sun had not been created yet. This was his light. It's very important. And you know, if you, if you, if you, when you read scripture and you read about angels, what are the angels surrounded by? It's light. It's God's radiance that, that they're merely reflecting. They're reflecting his light. That's why they shine so bright when you see an angel. And God separated the light from darkness. God did not say that the darkness was good. He said the light was good. So if the light is good, the darkness must be bad. Okay, so there's the, there's the good and the bad. God uses light and darkness as a common theme throughout the Bible, for good and evil. Light and darkness, good and evil. But it goes beyond that. How about hope and hopelessness? Love and hate. Being afraid and being unafraid. Eternal life and eternal damnation. God and the devil. Heaven and hell. Clean and dirty. On and on and on. It is a metaphor of what we go through. Every morning we wake up and the sun comes up. But you know what? We all have to go through the darkness together when it's night, don't we? It's just the way he created things. So there's, there's, two, there's two, uh, two areas, light and darkness, in everything that we have and everything that we see. Psalm 104.2 says that God wraps himself in light. And when we come to know and accept God through his son Jesus, we are covered in that light. Amen? So we ask Christ into our hearts, and all of a sudden, we're no longer walking in darkness. We're walking in his light. 
At least we should be. Okay? Should be. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Will heaven be a place of light or darkness? Obviously light, right? It would be a place of light. Hell will be a place of darkness. When light shines, what happens to the darkness? Yeah, it goes away, doesn't it? It goes away. So, you know, whenever we turn these lights off, I'd be standing up here and you wouldn't be able to see me, but the light's on. So everything that, everything that I'm doing right now, you can see. But when we go into a dark place, those are places people can't see. And occasionally, even as Christians, we go through those dark moments. You know, when I was uh, in junior high school, I had this girlfriend. I'm glad Jill's not here today. Not, not, I'm not glad she's not here. But uh, she knows this story, but uh, I'm just repeating it, and she probably doesn't want to hear it again. But uh, uh, I had this girlfriend. Uh, we lived out in the farm area, rural area, and about a half mile away uh, in a sparsely, housed, sparsely populated area uh, on a dirt road was my, was my girlfriend's house. And so when I'd go over there to see her and her family, uh, Sometimes I left and it was dark out. Sometimes it was like 10 o'clock and I had to be home. And uh, I had to walk. I couldn't drive. And so, um, at least not that anybody knew that I was driving, um, because it did happen sometimes, but we will go into that in another day. Uh, but, uh, but whenever I was walking home, I remember getting about halfway there. I was usually good for the first half of the walk. But the second half of the walk, it started getting spooky because... All of a sudden, I started hearing things and, and seeing like shadows, and it was scary. And before you know it, I started walking faster and faster, and then I started running. I mean, I was running, and I'm not a person that ran a lot and never have. Uh, it hasn't been at the top of my list of things to do. But boy, oh boy, I tell you, I ran all the rest of the way home. Was I a scaredy cat? Maybe I was, but it, just, it was just kind of creepy out there in that area. And so today we have all these lights around my house. And so if somebody gets close to the house, they're in the light, okay? So if they're in the light, then they're going to scurry off to somebody else's house that doesn't have the light. So I recommend you get light around your house. Uh, nobody likes walking into a dark house. Even whenever you, uh, let's say you uh, leave and you're gone a little longer than you thought and you didn't know it was going to be dark and now that the lights aren't on. So nobody likes doing that. It's just kind of creepy. Um, but God, the beautiful thing about God is that he casts his light on us. We can live within his light. Uh, Jesus said, I am the light of the world, and in me there is no darkness. darkness. That's right. In him there is no darkness. And we have a choice. We can either live in that light, or we can live in darkness. Or we can live somewhere in the middle. Uh, living God's light gives, uh, gives us direction. And I kind of look at it like driving a car at night. When you're driving a car at night, if you turn the headlights off, you can't see where you're going, but you turn the headlights on, and you can see where you're going in a dark environment. And then that way you can get from point A to point B. Uh, although followers of Christ have the light of God, it's still our choice as Christians to walk in the light. Okay? So that is, uh, that is like you're walking down the road, and, uh, and if you walk straight ahead... The light is shining on that, but when you look to the left or to the right, you're enticed by things that will pull you off track. So you're cruising along, and everything's going really good with your Christian walk, and then something entices you. Maybe it's something from the past that uh, you used to be into, 
and all of a sudden the enemy is calling you to take a left turn or a right turn and get back into the darkness. And sometimes you do it and still walk one foot in the light, but yet you've got that other foot in the darkness. And you're going kind of back and forth, and it's a struggle. And I will tell you, we all face that struggle. We all go through the light in the morning and the darkness in the evening. It's what happens in our hearts where we have Christ. You can allow him to keep you in his light, or are you going to dabble back in the crud that we used to be in? And I'm speaking to Christians here. Uh, uh, before I was a Christian, I didn't know I was in crud. Until I became a Christian, then I found out what living in light was all about, and it changed my life. But there's those things in the past that, that sometimes can be really enticing and calling us. What are we going to do? It's our choice. Are we going to live in the light? Are we going to live in the darkness? In 2 Corinthians 11.14, it says, Satan masquerades as an angel of light, trying to snare those that are following Christ to get off course and foul up their Christian walk. The devil provides what seems to be godly, but is a cheap imitation, kind of like fake news. You know, fake Christian news trying to get you going off to a different path. Um, we can be tricked, so as sheep, we need to know who our shepherd is and follow his direction. Amen? John 8, 12 says, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. We have that. If you ask Christ into your heart, you have that light, and we need to continue to walk in that. Jesus, God's one and only Son, along with God's Holy Spirit, were present with the Father when our world was created. And God sent Jesus, the light of the world, to come to earth to, share some, to shed some heavenly light into a dark and sinful place. And it is through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, his death, his resurrection, that we can be cleansed, made clean, the opposite of being dirty. Amen? He cleanses us from the inside out. We are forgiven of our sins, washed as white as snow from the filth of our past. When th We then possess God's light within us. We become a new creation. We are born again. God gives us this second chance in our lives. There is no darkness too dark, no hurt too great, no sin too big that God cannot forgive and cleanse to be made as white as snow. We need to repent and bask in his eternal light. With God and his light shining the way, we, are no, long, we no longer need to live in fear. With God's light shining the way, we get new direction. We get new, it's a new path. It's a whole new path. And so... But, this, you know, we, 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 we need to make sure we stay on track. Sometimes it takes a Christian brother or sister when they see us hiding in darkness to kick us out of that and to put us back on, on track. Amen? Yeah. You know? So as a Christian, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that we need to be everybody's judge, but on the same token, we need to be responsible to help our Christian brothers and sisters, our friends, to be able to get back on track, you know, all in love. And, uh, and when that does happen, you know, uh, we, we, we need, sometimes need that. We need that little shove, that little push to get us back on track. And, 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 and we can reflect God's light, amen? We can reflect that. Isn't what the, what the angels do with God's radiance? It's not their radiance, it's God's radiance. Well, we have that radiance too, amen? amen. We have that radiance. Ephesians 5.8 says, You were once in darkness, but now you are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. We are. 
but we have to allow that light to shine from us. So we could get a bowl and put it right over us and, and protect that light so that way people don't see of where our faith is. You know, maybe we're, we're, I don't know, ashamed of the gospel. Maybe we're afraid that we're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Maybe by using the word and the name Jesus, because if we use the name Jesus, all of a sudden we're out on a limb. We could say God, and most people, when you say God, they'll, they'll, they'll be okay with that. But when you say the name of Jesus, it's like a knife cutting butter. I'll tell you what, it separates the wheat from the chaff faster than anything. And either you're going to make people happy, or you're going to make them really mad. Okay? What are we to do? You know? Do you, do you make somebody feel bad? What, what is it? The, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, political correctness. Run amok, okay? As Christians, I don't know about you, but I mean, it's not as if I'm going to go to work at the bank and stand on my desk every day and start reading a sermon. Uh, I'd like to do that, but I can do it other ways. There are other ways I can share my light, okay? My light is something that radiates uh, of who I am. So the decisions that I make and the love that I give to people, people I like and don't like, sometimes can't come from me because there are some people I just don't like, but I. I can like them and I can love them through Christ that is in me and allow his light to show my love whenever there are times whenever I have a hard time doing it, okay? It's not about me. It's about God and what he can do through me, just like all the rest of you. If you get that opportunity, you need to be able to share it. And sometimes you can't share it openly. You have to just do it by loving people, okay? What are the two greatest commandments? Love God, uh, love God and love people. Love God and love people what jesus said those are the two greatest commandments if you can do that you know you you can pretty much take care of all the rest of them love god love people and shed that light allow it to flow through you so my challenge for all of you you know as, as we as we as adults we as adults have that opportunity to be able to share christ not only with with other adults and people at work with kids you know, we we're talking about, uh, what is it, the Good News Club, the Good News Bears? Yes. Not the Bad News Bears, the Good News, oh, okay. Good news the Good News Club, yeah, okay. Good News Club, what a great thing. Organizations like Youth for Christ, they're out there and they're on campus and they're talking to these young people and they're sharing Christ with them. They have an opportunity. There are certain boundaries and limits of things you can and can't do, but they're, they're asking kids to come to Christ. They're shedding and sharing God's love through them to these kids. That's what we need to be doing. Our kids, our grandkids, kids here at church, kids that we know, parents of kids, the teachers, they need reinforcement and our love as well, okay? So let that light shine, people. And that's my message today. We all have the opportunity to do it. God has given us, as Christians who have asked Christ into our hearts, the ability to be able to reflect his light. It's not your light. It's his light. It's up to us to share it or not. So the question is, what are you going to do? Are you going to share his light or are you going to keep it under a bowl where nobody can see it?